this is Mike and Tom from Mike Has a Drink. We just wanted to take a second and talk to you about our favorite app, Anchor. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you know, and even plus that, when you're hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Yeah, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, man, it's totally free. So listen, you want to start a podcast, you're thinking about trying to figure it out. If the two of us (laughs) figured this out, how hard can it be? So go right now, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You won't regret it. She was helping helping me with the, any word that was more than one syllable. Um, I tried, man. So basically what that said, though, was, Hi! Thanks for joining us on Mike Has a Drink. This week, Mike and Tom are going to discuss the history of Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the end part where he, he yelled. Yeah, that was the translation of yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, So, we do have to apologize. We were planning on being on location. Um, but, once we finally got ready to start the podcast, you know, I had three margaritas. Time, well, I had two margaritas and a margarona. Margarona. Which, for now on, I think that's what I'm going to have. It seems like it's a better value. Tom had a couple beers, we sat down, we looked around, and all of a sudden, it was like after 8, and they closed by 9, so we had to come home, because we weren't going to get the episode in. Right. So, that's whatever. It is what it is. So, we do have some exciting stuff, though, Tom. We have some super exciting stuff, Tom. Well, why don't you go ahead and lay it on us, Mike? I am. Look. (laughs) Everybody says, where can we listen to the podcast to, right? Right. So, you can listen to it on Spotify. 
Ooh. You can listen to it on Amazon Music. Oh. You can listen on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. You can listen to it on Google Podcasts. Oh. And if you have one of those phones that won't do any of those, or if you're like um, our, our friend Jenna, whose phone has absolutely no storage on it and she can't put any of those on, Jenna, you can now listen to the most recent episodes on YouTube. What? That's right, Tom. YouTube. Mike has a drink is now on YouTube. <laughs> Eventually, we're going to start recording. Well, video. Videos video feed. As we do it. But we're probably not ready for that yet. Like, this is the right Listen, 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 listen. Mike and I have faces for radio. We do. We do. You know, as, as a matter of fact, when I was born, the doctor, my dad said to my doctor, is it a boy or a girl? And he said, he's a radio host, sir. <laughs> um, boom, 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 there we go. So, yeah, so we're working on that. Today's going to be our first episode actually using the microphone. That, uh, you know, Scrabby, or Scrabby. No, no. Yeah, Scrabby do. no. Yeah. Yeah, Scrappy Doo. You're yeah. right. Scrappy Doo. He came down. He's our IT guy. He hooked us up. He actually showed us how to do the whole YouTube thing. It took, I was like, dude, I can't figure this out. He took my phone in and like, was like, you do this, this, this. Like 30 this. seconds later, he's like, here, you're loading. And I was like, oh, all right. That seems simple enough. So then I tried to load one up during my break at work. <laughs> I, had, I had to send him a Snapchat and would be like, dude, what do I got to do again? And, uh, oh well, it happens. But anyway, so check it out. There's about a 10-minute clip on there that where we talk about, um, it's a podcast, planning meeting. So we talk about, like, our next three months coming up. Give it a listen. Any of those interest you? You're an expert in any of them? Um, you think that we're completely off the wall with maybe our view on one of them? Come on the show! Let us know. Come on the show. Let us know. We have no problem having somebody on that doesn't agree with us. Because by the end of the show, we'll change your mind. That's right. Because that's what we do here. We drink and we know things. So, check us out on Facebook. Mike has a drink. Or you can email us at MikeHasADrink at gmail.com. That's right. Send us a message. Send us a message. Because i got to tell you, Tom and I are both, of, both sick and tired of getting the messages of, oh, Reggie's the best thing that ever happened to that show. Or, oh, my God, you're so lucky that that Jason guy came on because he's famous. You know, it hurts our feelings. We're sensitive guys. Mm-hmm. We may be rough and gruff on the outside, and we may be mean if we see you walking around town. We won't smile at you at the grocery store, but we have feelings. Deep down in there, they're there. That's right. So, here we go, man. Let's hit it. We're going we're gonna to get going early. Because there's no one else here. We have no distractions. That's right. We can get on this. We're, we're going to talk about Cinco de Mayo, or in our case, Trace de Mayo. Woo! Because it's the Tuesday. 
It is what it is. Shout out to um, Chelsea, who's not here. She's grabbing beer. She'll be right here. She's on her way. <laughs> her birthday is actually on. Cinco de Mayo. Which one of her birthday presents actually got delivered today. Nice. Nice. So, uh, it's Chelsea de Mayo. Chelsea's day of May. There we go. So, alright Tom, so like... Because... Okay. Go ahead. Because fact number one, it's not Mexican Independence Day as we all thought. Yeah, I was surprised. Like, I thought this was... I thought Cinco de Mayo was like this big day down there. Nope. No, they barely celebrate. No, their real independent celebration is sixteenth of November or September. Yes, which yeah. and that's the real big major one celebrated down in Mexico. So where we yeah. got Cinco de Mayo from? That's their Independence Day. Where we get Cinco de Mayo? I'm gonna tell you. All right. Eventually. Oh. Cliffhanger. Oh Eventually. shit. So listen. Cinco de Mayo, or for people that aren't mm. fluent in the language, is the 5th of May. And it's a holiday that celebrates the date that the, Mex- the Mexican army, on May 5th, 1862, won a victory over the French army. And that's, like, this is big time. Back then during Battle this period... Puebla. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. During this period, there's basically there's basically three big dudes in town. Right? England, France. England, France, and the U.S. Because they've now beaten both of them in wars. Right. right? So there's three big dudes, and then you got a couple little countries creeping around. Like you got the Germans. They're they're around. They mess around in Mexico a little bit. Decide that they really don't want anything to do with the other two guys that are trying to take over. <laughs> right. And then, you know, you got the Spanish messing around down there, too. So, here we go. The During this time, if you don't know, the United States, well, the new United States, right? Right, it's right. not even 100 years old at this point. But their policy kind of is, you can do whatever you want. As long as you don't come anywhere near us, right. right? So, don't start any problems up in Canada. Don't start any problems in Mexico. Besides that, we're not getting involved. But if you come into either one of those two as a hostile army, then you know we're going to see what's up. We're going to we're going to kick you out. We're going to throw you out. That's all there is to it. Right. We're not afraid of you, England. We just kicked your butt. We're not afraid of you, friends, because have you heard of that little thing called the French and Indian War that we decided to name after you because you lost? We're not scared. But, Tom, did you know what was happening in the U.S. around this time in 1862? Um, no idea, Mike. You don't know. Oh, Tom, come on, man. History, brother. Civil War, man. Oh, yeah, see, right? Civil War is like... So we're, we just don't have the ability at this point. We're too... Right, see, we're, we're see fr- France waited till our back was turned and we were busy. Right. And then they come in like, ho, 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 croissants and berets. Did you know there was actually a war called the Pastry War? 
I'm not surprised, Mike. <laughs> it, 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 I think it was in Mexico, and it happened. It was about. Right, hold it on, was hold before on. this. You might have to look it up. I am right now. But I'm pretty sure it was in Mexico, and at some point <laughs> there was like this little uproar in this town, and there was a French guy. First French intervention in Mexico. You're right. Yeah. The first Franco-Mexican War. Yes. Started this, over this, it. This French guy owned a bakery. Yeah. No shit. And it started a war. There, there was, I don't know what happened. There was a blockade on the docks. And they said so they destroyed this dude's bakery. And he went back to France and tells them about what happened. And the next thing you know, the French army's right. sailing in, right? Over freaking croissants. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, I mean... You know, maybe they were just trying to be like, hey, you know, you smack the first one, the rest learn. So maybe they were just like, all right, this is a little offense, but if we come in and we just do this, then nobody yeah. else is going to mess with us. But then, you know, unbeknownst to them, the Mexican people were like, hey, no. No, get this shit out of here. <laughs> Tell them to make some tacos, right? <laughs> um, I mean, I get it, though. Like, as a Canadian, you come in and, like, dump our maple syrup. Oh, oh. You're going to get it. You're getting a double-handed slash. Yeah. yeah. And it's not going good. So I got it. So anyway, so 1862, May 5th, right? The French say, well, you kind of got to look at this, right? Oh, we need to back up just a little bit. What? I didn't know that part. Oh, I didn't know that either. Um... Right at this point in time, you basically have three armies because they're like, you know, the United States is busy. Right. Like, they, there's no way either either side of the United States can spare any soldiers to come and stop us from going into Mexico. Right. So you got three boats, three different armies kind of out there, three three navies. You got the British. The French, and I believe at that time it might have actually been the Germans. It might have been the Germans. But it was either the Germans or the, the Spanish. Look, if you're just tuning in, we're not super factual. We're like kind of close. It's kind of like it's kind of like like we read the first line of a paragraph yeah. and then build our own paragraph. And then we, we make a, we interpret it. Um, we're like that. What's that newspaper? National Enquirer. You're right, 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 right. Aliens have come into town. That's kind of <laughs> that's kind of the news that we kind of. You, you know, and in, in, in reality, someone's talking about bringing in a new alien movie that you know from overseas. But no, you know, we just hear an alien coming to town, and yeah, you know, we're and it's the sky is falling. Run for your lives. That's right. So basically, these three three different navies are sitting outside. <laughs> In the in whatever, where in one of the bays, whatever it is, it's irrelevant. So the Mexican government goes to England and says, "Hey, we know we owe you some money. We can give you X amount now. Right. And if you leave within a certain point of time, we can send you the rest. Right. And the English says that you know they say, uh, yeah, okay, that's reasonable. We're out of here." So they go to the, either the Germans or the Spanish, whoever they were. 
hey, we, you know, we just gave England all this money, so we can only give you X amount of money. But if, if that's okay, and you leave and go home, we'll send you the rest later. And the Germans are German slash Spanish. I really think they're Germans, but... We'll run with German. Uh, well, I don't want to be completely wrong here. So, they say, hey, you know what? We'll take that money. So money in the hand right now is better than right. no money at all. So they leave. So they go to, up now, they go out to the French. And they say, hey, look, uh, you croissant eaters, we gave some money to Britain, and they agreed to accept payment later. Right. We gave some money to the Germans, and they said, decided to accept. Then they said they would accept payment later, and they left. So, we want to give you X amount, and then we'll send you more later. Yeah, not so much. Didn't sit well with them. So, they said, mm, yeah, that's not really going to work for us. Not going to work for us. You either give it to us all now, or we're just going to take over your country. So, they were like, well, yeah, I mean, we don't have it. So, the first spot where they're going to hit is this little town called Puebla. 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 Yep. So, they dig in, right? They fortify the troops. They get the cannons ready. They bring everybody into the fort. Um, it was Spain. I, I just saw my notes. Sorry about that, Germany. I didn't mean to make you a bad guy. You did it. You, yeah, you did it to yourself. You did enough of that on your own. You don't need me to blame it on you. So, so right there in that little town, it was called the actual name of the town was called Puebla, Puebla de Los Angeles, Los Angeles. Los Angeles, yes. Right. So it's just a small, tiny town in East Central Mexico. But um, Juarez, who's the, who's the general, the leader, right? He gets he gathers up like two thousand troops, right? They're all inside the fort. They're all ready. They're dug in. Cannons are ready. The guns are ready. And the French come with six thousand troops, right? And like like we said earlier, at the time, this was like one of the armies, right? Right, right, right. So six thousand French troops. It should wipe the freaking town out. Like it's right, be a, right now. Hey, we're the French. We got six thousand troops. You've only got two thousand. Why don't you just, just open the doors? Let us come in. There's no reason to fight. Like just leave. Just leave. Cause we're the French, right? Right. And there's six thousand of us. You've only got two thousand. <laughs> Plus, we've got all our ships. You, you don't want any of this. You don't want this smoke. Right. And uh, Juarez says, uh, we want it all. Yeah, he said, look, we're, 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 we're in this fort, right? We're in like a tick. We're, we're not unlocking our door. <laughs> the gate is barred. We're behind these hot walls. Come on with it. Send your troops. Send your troops. We'll shoot them. We don't care. Right. Um, 
which actually I just read and surprised Mr. History Major here was that um, they were actually Napoleon's troops well, that were sent over. They were not not the Napoleon. They weren't, they weren't the midget Napoleon. No, they had served under him and then yes. were pulled from him and sent yes. to. Yes. <laughs> I think it was Napoleon. Is it Napoleon the Third? Yeah. I think it is. I think it's Napoleon. I think there's a little bit of a gap between the midget Napoleon and this guy. Okay, um, well then. But yeah, I, I, I didn't. I did not realize that's where they came from. Um. So, so look, man. Here we go. Right, fight breaks out. How long do you think it lasts? Two days. Two days. That's a good guess. Because you would think in two days, 6,000 French troops. They'd freaking, they'd, by then they're in the fort, they're celebrating, they're making croissants, they're making little puff pastries, they're making, uh, I don't even know what are French people eat, chocolate? Crepes. 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 They're making crepes. Um, Which is not to be confused with the Western Pennsylvania fish, crappy. Right, right, and they're also, you know, they're also drinking their 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 fancy their fancy wine, their peanut gregorio. <laughs> um, they're you know they're celebrating inside the city, right? <laughs> yeah. No, Boom. no, they're not. They're not. They didn't make it. Hey, Chelsea's here. Chelsea, about time. You're only twenty-one minutes late. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks for joining us. <laughs> well, she figured about with us, that's usually when we start getting on top. That's true. She yeah, probably see. figured, I still have, if I can get there 20 minutes late, I still got 18 minutes before they even tell us what we're talking about. <laughs> um, so, the battle lasted from daybreak, right? Everybody gets up, they eat their breakfast, they're like, today's the day. Today's the day. Our 6,000 French troops are going to just wipe the 2,000 unorganized, poorly supplied... The guerrilla soldiers. The guerrilla soldiers that just came from nowhere, untrained. Today's the day. We're just going to take the city. So, by early evening, the French retreat, man... <laughs> Because they're not used to getting their butts kicked. Which, down the road and in the future wars, it becomes a thing. It does. So this might have been like the first time, right? The first well, time... Well, see, see, this was the one that sent the shot, like how I said earlier, smack the first and the rest will learn. Right. And that's right. basically like, because... Right. This, the Battle of Pueblo was, like, well, most historians credited as the turning point in the war. Right. Yeah, shocked. Hey, you know, kind of like in the in the in the Revolutionary War, and even in the Civil War, there's there's key battles, right? Right. Like, man, this war's gonna go forever. Or, oh my gosh, like we're denying. This is the inevitable. Here is that the Britain's gonna come over and take back control of the colonies, and we're done. right. But there's a key moment. So and this was it, right? Um. When the French finally go running away, and the, the Mexican soldiers 
are throwing croissants and <laughs> and you know puff pastries Baguettes. and crepes, crappies that are stuffed with like you know melted marshmallow and chocolate and grape jelly. You know, yeah, crepey s'mores. They're throwing them at them as they're leaving. Like get out of here! Get out of here! You can't take this thing. So at the end of the day. 500 of the highly trained French soldiers are dead. Mm -hmm. The Mexican army, they lost less than 100 people. Wow. Right? So, like, in the grand scheme of things, this wasn't a huge strategic win. Right. But. For morale, it it was was the win. It was the win. So important (laughs) that they... Decided to have a party. That they did. And that's where Cinco de Mayo comes from, right? Do you know why it started gaining popularity so much in America? Because it's my birthday. Because uh, it's Chelsea's birthday. Thank we you. said that it's not Cinco de Mayo, it's Cinco de Chelsea. That's it's, right. No, it's Chelsea de Mayo. Oh, Chelsea de Mayo. Thank you. Uh, uh, but no. Um, you know why? Because we will find any reason we possibly can to drink. Well, yeah, but uh, old Franklin D. Roosevelt enacted the uh, good neighbor policy, which was meant to improve uh, relations with the Latin American countries. So it was basically the government saying, hey, hey, guys, you should really celebrate this for them, with them. And then, that's, as you just said, Americans were like, hey, another excuse to drink? We're on it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of like, hey, what are you doing on Tuesday? Nothing. Let's start a podcast. Get drunk and talk about uh, things to pretend we know. Yeah, that's right. So, mm. so look, man, it didn't last long. That feeling of like, yeah, we just kicked Francis' butt. We're never selling croissants here in this, this town again. Forget those freaking baguettes. Well, it didn't last. Right. The, the French regrouped. And took over. They took over. Right? So they win this war. And uh, Napoleon III says, I need to keep control. But I need to go back to France, man. Right. I'm missing, like, all the luxuries, right? I'm missing my my little frilly shirts with the little puffy collars and the puffy, the puffy... uh, Cuffs. Cuffs, cuffs. That you know, like we wear around for Halloween. That's I mean, that's what they wore in their powdered wigs. And I'm missing all the ladies of the court, and you know, whatever. So who can I put in charge? So he finds um, in Austria, Archduke Ferdinand Max Miller says. Uh, Hey, look, man, you just got kicked out of Austria. Um, I'm pretty impressed with your resume. You're a pretty cruel dude. Um, what do you think about Mexico? And he was like, hey, you know, I heard, I heard uh, uh, croissants are pretty good there. <laughs> so he puts him in charge, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this guy... He comes in, and within like days, 
it becomes very clear that the Mexican people are going to hate him. Right. But, but, but his whole thing was, I don't want to take over. Um, Chelsea. I'm good. If you can't behave yourself, I'm good. you will have to leave. <laughs> Just hey, causing trouble this is there. a record. Hold on, time out, time out. 27 uh, minutes in, Chelsea got kicked out before time. Whoa! <laughs> because she kicked my ball. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll behave. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. So, Max Maximilian, or whatever his name is, Maximilian, isn't, uh, isn't that uh, Goofy's kid? Yes. Max. Woo! Um... He says, look, I don't want to rule Mexico unless the people vote me in. So Napoleon III had a fake election and said, oh, my gosh, the people love you. Mm-hmm. You, you got elected by 99%. And he says, oh, they love me. So I can do whatever I want. So he decided he was going to rule with uh, zero tolerance, man. <clears throat> Someone said something about that. Right. Looked at him funny. You disappeared. Um, eventually, eventually the Mexicans rise up and say, enough's enough. Right. And they kick him out. Um, but presently, Cinco de Mayo really is only celebrated in Puebla, in Mexico. Yeah. And like you said, President Roosevelt pushed it here. Right. Yeah. And I also know that in the very beginning of this episode, you may, you guys may not remember because it was 28 minutes ago. Tom made a great point. This is not Mexicans Mexico's Independence Day that came in September, and that's their holiday. Yes. Right. That's the day the country shuts down. Um. <coughs> So, the other issue was, the reason that these, I, I have a couple facts, or a couple key points now that we can look at. Right. Um, why, why was it so easy for the French to roll in and take over Mexico? <clears throat> because they were unorganized. They, yes, they were unorganized, <laughs> and they had just finished having their own civil war. Right. And because the U.S. was busy with their civil war, People took advantage of it. <coughs> Mexico's broke. They really can't afford to have their own organized army. So, they're fair game. And let's be honest, if the U.S. wasn't busy with the Civil War, we probably would have been there too. Right. Um, and we already talked about how France was one of the primo people. And even though the Mexican people won the battle of the Battle of Puebla, France wins the war. But we also said Maximilian was a dick. The people hated him. Right. Control was short-lived. Um. So what else you got, Tom? What else do I got, Mike? Hit me with a fact, brother. Uh, Canada celebrates Cinco de Mayo in a very unique way. Tell me. 
Uh, because of its commercial success, other countries like Malta, Australia, and the Cayman Islands, Canada celebrates Cinco de Mayo as well. In Vancouver, the holiday is celebrated in an extra bizarre way. Their tradition is called skydiving boogie. Um, involves aerial acrobatics and an annual air show. Canada is doing something very... Oh, that must be a Canadian sympathizer writing this article. Yeah, screw that. No, I'm not, as a Canadian, I'm not proud of that one. Well, you know, I, this one might not be a shock, but L.A. hosts the biggest Cinco de Mayo celebrations in the world. That makes sense. That makes sense. <coughs> hey, Chelsea, you've got to take a guess. Chelsea's on fire. She's on her third beer already. She's been here like three minutes. So, Chelsea, if you had to take a guess, how many Mexican restaurants do you think are in the United States? Oh, God. What number comes to your head? Like 25,000. Oh, my goodness, Chelsea, no. That's Pennsylvania. That's just, that's just <laughs> Mercer County. They're everywhere. There, there's at least 54,000. Which is crazy. It has that that has to be the most, right? Besides, like you know, like the fast food punks. Um, did you know in two thousand and thirteen, Americans spent more than six hundred million dollars on beer for Cinco de Mayo? Wrap your head around that number. That's crazy. And it was in 2013. So it wasn't for Chelsea's birthday because mm-hmm. she wasn't even born yet. Yes, <laughs> she was. <laughs> yes, she was born then. Don't, don't, don't put that on me, Mike. <laughs> Are you arguing with Canadian? <laughs> uh oh, because you're going metric to, to yeah. standard. Okay, yeah, it's, it's metric years. Okay, that makes uh, more sense. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean that's crazy. That's a that's a lot of beer. That's not even counting like the tequila and the margaritas. Which again, no <laughs> surprise, the Mexican army um, considered tequila the nectar of the gods and would often do shots before battle. I mean that'd be an army I'd be okay serving it, right? Just get me drunk, and then and they'd be like, "Hey, this guy says something about Canada, and Mike's Mike's on it." Yeah, I got you. Where's my horse? Mount up, Mountie. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's crazy. Um, let's see, what else? Chelsea, do you have anything to add? I was just born on the day. That's all I know. Hey. That's interesting. Hey, did you know that the town of Chandler, Arizona, celebrates Cinco de Mayo by having... Chihuahua races. Oh, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. I bet that race takes, takes forever, though. Yeah, but it's worth it for the tacos. Hopefully they're not running like a mile. <laughs> Those little chihuahuas, it'd take them like three weeks to run a mile. <laughs> them little legs? Forget it. Um, no. Same dimensions as a horse track to scale. Oh. So as big as the horse track is for the horses... Is how big the track is for the Chihuahuas. So they basically race around like a remote control car race course. Right. Um, so it's like, and that's Pepe finishing lap one, and, and the, Pepe just finished lap two, and, and Pepe, apparently, 
apparently every year it is a very sizable cash prize for first place. Maybe I'm gonna get Hudson in there. Mm-hmm. He could pass for Chihuahua. Hey, well, he could identify as. He, yeah, I'm gonna write on his birth certificate. I am a Chihuahua. <laughs> There you go. Eat Chihuahua. Yeah, baby. but here's the thing, uh, though. Is Hudson might eat the other... Yeah. Well, then he's still won the race, though. Yeah. <laughs> no one said you can't eat the other dogs. Um, in 2017, Tom, and I know we're not supposed to say this word, but in 2017, Corona, uh-huh. the Corona Beer Company, lit up Times Square, not with... A New Year's Eve ball, but a lime wedge. <laughs> and they had a countdown to celebrate when Cinco de Mayo started. Oh, that was pretty cool. I thought so. Um, you know, Cinco de Mayo is actually um, the biggest sales day for avocados in the U.S. How about that? Wow. Um, well, I, I would think, assume they would mean the couple of days leading up to it yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah, within that period. Um, I can say that I've never bought an avocado. But I don't like I don't like chewing on mushy grass. Do you eat guacamole? I do not. Mm. I don't like chewing on wet grass. <laughs> it's not wet grass. A it's little like bit, yeah. It's like that stuff they sell at the restaurant in town. Fried mush. mush. Yeah. <laughs> Except that mush actually sounds good. Yeah. All right, look, so, Tom, I had, we went out tonight. We were supposed to be at Margarita King. I think I, did I say this already? I might have. We were starting at Margarita King. We did, we did. We said this already. No, we said, no. We said that we were at Margarita King already. Right, okay, okay. All right. I'm going somewhere with this. All right, I promise. I'm going to follow. Just let me go, and if I get distracted, bring me back. But we started at Margarita King. I had three margaritas. Well, two margaritas and a margarona. Which was about 25 bucks. Okay? Well, uh, how much much money do you think in the U.S. we spend on margaritas in a year? Oh, my God. Dick. (laughs) Your number's a lot bigger than my number. Story of my life. (laughs) Um, No, it's not. Mine's bigger. Well, see, remember, this one was written by Canadian, so... Right, yes. right. I don't know that I've ever said that before. Mine's bigger. <laughs> I'm a bigger number. Um, $2.9 billion okay. on margaritas. Oh, in oh, the U.S. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're on margaritas. The annual average beer sales for Cinco de Mayo is 658 mil. Wow. That's pretty big. Um... Um, and here, hey, did, who are the 10 most states that drink the most tequila on Cinco de Mayo? Um, Mercer, Pennsylvania. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say it's got to be Texas. Texas is on there. New Mexico. Uh, Arizona. Nope. Nope. No? New York. Oh. Ohio. That well, yes, yeah, you're stuck in Ohio. Yeah. I mean. Georgia, Florida, Illinois, Colorado, Nevada, California, Arkansas, and of course, Texas. That's what this is. is. And of well, course. look, Texas is going to outdrink everybody because there's so many freaking people there, right? 
Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. A couple of them were surprising, but not surprising. Right. Like you said, you're stuck in Ohio. What else is there to do? If you live in Ohio, there's nothing there. It's one of the most depressing states in the world. I mean, they got the Browns, the Bengals, and the... And, and they, they have, the they have uh, pollution. Are they still the Indians? Or they <laughs> no, they're not the Indians anymore. I think they're the Guardians or something. No, that's Washington. No, that's the Commanders. Oh, right, right. <laughs> I think they're the Guardians. What? Stupid. I hope you never won another baseball game. Um, so, of course, you're going to drink. Same with Illinois. What the hell are you going to do in Illinois? It's May 5th. You're still stuck in your house because you're getting a blizzard the next day. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, um... Go ahead. The general who was... The Mexican general who was in charge at Puebla... Juarez. It is actually now Puebla de Zaragoza Juarez in honor of him. That's fair. I mean, he won a, <clears throat> he won a war for a day. And he was actually born in... What is now... Galide, Galade, South Texas. Oh, poor guy. Didn't even grow up in Mexico. That's well, back then up. it was Mexico. Yeah, that's messed up, man. Um, the family's in California party first. No shit. When, when, when did Cinco de Mayo really become popular in the U.S.? Um, well, you, you probably have it in front of you. Chelsea, I need a guess. 1958. Um, no. No. <laughs> Wait, I got one more. One more guess. Let's try. 1933. Am I close? No. What? That's that's when it was starting to be recognized. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But in 1933, <laughs> it was recognized. Okay, okay. In 1980, it mm. hit its groove, right? Those baby boomers were ready to party, <laughs> right? At that point... Their kids are all starting to go to college, and they said, let's get funky. And um, it hit its groove. It became huge, right? Beer companies, especially the ones that targeted Spanish-speaking people. So, Dos Equis. Uh Modesto, or Modesto. Yeah. Uh, Modelo. Modelo, that's what I was talking about. Um, it went nuts, man. They played on those stereotypes about let's have a party kind of deal. Um, hey, um, kids get off school in Mexico on May 5th, and that's about it. Hey, it seems like kids are off school all the freaking time around here. My, kid, our kid, my kids are off Friday. Our kids are off on Friday. Right? Why? There's oh. like, there's a month left in school. They don't need off. No, they need to go... Weekends, too. I agree. But the last month of school should be seven days a week. Speaking of that, Dare, I'm not coming to work tomorrow. Dare, I'm going to be there because I decided I'm going to try and get a promotion. Um, so, what's, what, what is the most popular traditional dish in Mexico? Oh! Mole. <laughs> Son of a 
You stole my answer, Tom. That's right. Mole, moles, poblano, poblano. It's all about the mole sauce. Yes. Uh, vibes, vibes would love this dish. She probably eats five or six moles a week. <laughs> I know. Uh, I saw the one that was half eaten in your driveway earlier. Yeah, there's like three of them. I kicked two of them over the tanning wall because Hudson tried to finish them off. Um, oh, Pueblo actually hosts the international mole festival over Cinco de Mayo, um, which is a two-day festival uh, where celebrity chefs actually will show up and cook for the people. Alright, write it on your calendars. Like, I feel like we need that. That's a trip we need to take. Right? I want to go eat some moles. Especially if they're celebrity chefs. That means they're at least to be better than what Vibes brings me. I think my next should be cooked. You know what? You know what? No, scratch that, Tom. Scratch it. I don't, I don't want to go to Playboy. Okay. I want to go to the Cayman Islands. Okay. Because on Cinco de Mayo, mm-hmm. the Hard Rock Cafe in the Cayman Islands mm-hmm. hosts an air guitar competition. Oh <laughs> man! <laughs> I feel like I feel like I can win that. It's on. Hey, speaking of air guitar, we could have like a whole band, right? Hey, do you remember? <laughs> hey, do you remember the uh, the uh, uh, music store FYE? Yes. They had a sign up, which was just a piece of paper taped to the wall. It said "Free Air Guitars" with an arrow pointing straight down. So I asked the kid working for one. So he grabs one. He acts like he grabs one and goes to turn it on. I'm like, no, not that one. The one behind it. So he moves this one off to the side, reaches with his hand, puts this one back, and then he is. Oh my god. <laughs> And at that moment, <clears throat> Tom thought he was the funniest <clears throat> man alive. And that poor kid probably quit working at FYE <laughs> that day. That night. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else. Hey, how about uh, in Mexico City, every year on Cinco de Mayo, they reenact the Battle of Puebla. I didn't know that, actually. Can you imagine how many croissants do they have to import for that to throw out of their, the windows of the apartment buildings at the French army as it's retreating? Wow. Um, here's a surprising one, actually. The third largest country to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. My, oh, sorry, fourth. The fourth, because... <laughs> Mex- or America, Canada, Mexico. Then the fourth, Japan. Hmm. Oh, that's kind of that is surprising. Cinco de Mayo is one of the Western celebrations held in Japan to appreciate the cuisine, culture, music, and fun. And it's apparently a very large festival that takes over quite a bit of downtown Tokyo. Hmm. Wow, I did not know that. You know, and I do. I do. I want to go to Tokyo. Oh man, I'm always afraid like to go over there. I've seen those Godzilla movies, man. And that'd be my luck. You know what I mean? 
I'd be there and there'd be something would come and flood the city. Um, I have friends that live over there and they love it. Right. I don't know, man, because I'm a kind of a picket eater. So I'd be a little nervous. <laughs> like, I'd order something. Ah, uh, see, a lot of people. I would like to go to Vietnam someday. But the nice thing about Vietnam is there's such a big group of expats. There is, yep. So somebody would be able to tell me what the heck I mean. Um, hey, um, did you know that Cinco de Mayo victory was actually important to the U.S. as well? Because many historians believe that had the Mexicans not defeated them, they would have continued to march north and then uh, supported yeah. the Confederates. That would have made a lot of sense. Right up in. Right up in there, man. <laughs> um, so, you know, when we were at Margarita King today, Tom, and we ordered dinner. Yeah. I hate to tell you this, but it wasn't authentic. <laughs> um, I know. <clears throat> You gotta remember, Mike. I grew up in that. It's not work. Oh, okay. No. Oh, okay. You're right. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. It's actually what's considered Tex Mex. Yes. Um, hard shell tacos, nachos, burritos. All American bastardizations. That's fake Mexican. Yep. That's uh, Mexican. Nice. I like. That. I want that copyrighted, by the way. Um, I mean, I, I feel like that's almost all I got, man. Like, well, I mean, the, the holiday does have its own color scheme, which is also that of the Mexican flag, which is uh, the red represents the blood of the thousands of heroes, the white stands for peace and unity, and the green is representation of hope. And apparently, the three color design really started becoming popular for the Mexican flag after Cinco de Mayo oh, because cool. of yeah, those reasons. Cool. That's good, man. That's a good meaning. Um, I mean, that might, that might be the fact to end on, Tom, to be, all, be honest. I don't hear an objection. Nope. I mean, Tom, yeah. Tom, Tom kind of knocked it out of the park with that I'm out of facts. I'm out of interesting events. Uh, but you know what? I do have one slipper ass story. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. Since we didn't do it at the beginning of the episode like we promised we would on Saturday night, there's a local establishment in this town. Oh, uh, yeah. That can just go ahead and um, look. Were you going to kick somebody out of a bar two hours after something they did? That just don't make sense. Trash guys here already? No, no, that was the recycling bin. I'm good. Never mind. Yeah, listen. Listen. Tom and I went to see this band in, in Grove City. What are we whispering about? Don't whisper on my podcast. <laughs> Chelsea, do you got something to say? Everybody needs to hear it. We're well, gonna save it. You know what? My daughter, what she said was that my daughter put herself to bed. My five, my six-year-old no, no, daughter. I'm asking if she will. Cause, oh yeah. Because she 
was wide awake after I woke her up. And so I brought her in the house and I said, are you done eating? And she said, no. I said, finish what you're eating and you have to go right to bed. Was anybody else awake? I hollered upstairs. There was nobody downstairs. I hollered upstairs and said she was home. All right. All right. Time now. <clears throat> I changed my but mind. But she sat in the chair. So I'm like, uh, and turned on the TV. Well, so like, well, well, I apologize to all of our listeners. We didn't really did not need to hear that. Um, I, I asked not, for it. I was whispering. You asked for this. Where was that? Jesus, Tom. <laughs> So Tom's now stopped breaking glasses and has moved on to breaking pool sticks. Um, <laughs> Should I go check? Tom, where were we going? Huh? Should I go check? Go check. Uh, they're still having a conversation. So, anyways, here we are. We decided that we were going to have a Cinco de Mayo Mar- party at one of our houses. And so we're hanging out on the porch. We're all dripping. My roommate Sharky. Shows up and he goes, Yo, I was at this bar in Butler and I met this kid. And I said, Oh, okay. Is he alright? Yeah, he's cool, whatever, right? So I asked the kid, I said, What's your name, dude? He goes, Yo, what's up, man? I'm Chico. I said, Your name's Chico? I said, For real? Like, on Cinco de Mayo, Sharky brings home a kid named Chico. He goes, yeah, man, that's my name. I said, all right, cool. So we're hanging out, we're drinking. We're... He's like, I can out drink every one of you. And we were like, oh, all right, challenge accepted, Chico. And um, so we're like out on the porch, we're doing shots, we're talking, whatever. <coughs> Chico starts wobbling, right? You, you know, you get those, you ever see it? People get those drunk legs. Right. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. They're wobbling back and forth. Right? Well, that side to side action right. going on. So, yeah. our porch was about 20 feet up. Ouch. We're talking. I turned and looked at someone. I looked back. Chico was gone. Nowhere to be found. This kid was nowhere, right? So, I'm like, yo, where would this kid go? Like, I'm looking down the steps. Was he going down the steps to take a piss? No, no Chico anywhere, right? Someone goes, uh, I think he went over the rail. And I was like, holy shit. He's dead. Chico's dead, right? <laughs> so I stopped the party. I'm like, turn the music off, stop the party. Sharky, your boy Chico just fell over the railing. He's dead. So we all go running down the steps. We're looking for him. He's laying in this bush. Bent like a pretzel. Unresponsive, man. Not talking. Barely breathing. I'm like, I can't believe this. Like, my last year in college, all the dumb stuff I've done, and I'm going to end up in jail because my roommate brought a kid home, and he got drunk and killed himself. So, like, we're dragging him out of the bush, getting ready to call 911, and then all of a sudden, Chico stands up and is like, Yeah, that was awesome! Um, <laughs> so, Chico didn't die, thank God. At that point in time, we decided that we decided that was the last time we were ever having a party at our apartment. <laughs> um, 
But that's really all we got, man. We thanks for joining us. We know it was a little bit, a little bit choppy. Yeah, a little rough, man. Uh, yeah, but that's Reggie. Reggie couldn't be here to keep us focused. She had a terrible day today at work. Um, we are about to run out of time, so yeah. Listen, thanks for joining us. Again, people, ideas, counterpoints, yeah, anything. Check, check us out on YouTube. Listen to the thing that's you know. The next couple weeks are coming up. Find some topics. Come up with some ideas. We appreciate you all. We are now up to 274 subscribers. Yeah. Uh, if you're on TikTok, please check out. At the Malarkey. At the underscore Malarkey. Uh, unless, like, you're very conservative. He's probably not your guy. But you know what? Follow him anyways, man. Like. Just because people are, have different opinions right? doesn't mean we can't be friends. And you know, and, and that's the sad thing is, is we as people need to relearn that is we can have different opinions and still be friends. And, yeah, and still get along. Who cares? Your politics can be way different than mine. You know, and that's one of the things like out, living out here in Western PA, coming from Eastern PA, I really had to examine my politics, man. You know, it's different. Life is different. It is. Um, and like, you know, as I've been out here, I kind of, I realized like I really don't fit a part. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. It is what it is. Look, thank you, everybody. We appreciate y'all. Tune in next week for, uh, uh, let me check my calendar here. What, what month are we in? May? Oh, next, next week Next is week is sports. Uh, sports. We're having some people come on. Uh, pretty excited about this one. This is one of my fraternity <laughs> brothers. And then, and then uh, he's, now listen, he's a lot older than me. I, I want that on record now. He's a lot older than me. He's an old man. His kid is uh, getting ready to go into his junior college. Um, my boy Thump, he's like, don't tell him I said this, but he's like 56, and uh, he was in his like ninth year of college when I got there at the greatest school in the world, Slippery Rock University. It is what it is. Hey, listen, have a great week. And we'll see you next week, people. We love each and every one of you. I think we're out of here. All right. Good night. <laughs>